0: Welcome to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 4th, and the Ravens are getting ready to play the Pittsburgh Steelers this week in Pittsburgh as they prepare for that matchup. Here's what head coach John Harbaugh had to say after practice today.
1: All right, good seeing everybody. Appreciate you all being here. Good practice. Warm day. Guys, uh, guys worked hard through it, and uh, we're uh, focusing on the challenge that's right in front of us, and it's a, it's a tough challenge, but we're excited for it. Obviously, it's a game that we look forward to every year. What questions do you have?
2: John, I know you don't like to talk too much about injuries, but what is it like when you go out on the field and you see Marlon, Odell, you know, even Ronnie and Bateman, all those guys coming back?
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good to see guys out there practicing. Different guys are in different stages, you know, we'll, as the week goes on, in terms of all the different guys, we'll see where they're at uh, for Sunday. But uh, it is good seeing guys get back out.
3: What do you Marlon in terms of, I know you're probably not going to, to sit get specific, but what have you seen in terms of progress
1: there? Well, I mean, he's been working super hard. It's one of those things where it's really just a matter of the healing process in there uh, taking place uh, in the bone or whatever. And uh, so it looks good. We'll see what happens. It's just got to see how it responds to the workload. That's the main thing right now.
4: Hey, Coach, you had a few players this week, in
1: particular Eric Tomlinson. Um, having a veteran like him and after Josh uh, Oliver's departure, is his main assignment to be like one of those blocking tight ends? Well, there's no doubt Eric's known for that. You know, that's kind of his thing. He's, he can run routes, catch the ball, certainly. He's, had, uh, he's a veteran player, highly decorated tight end in this league, uh, who's kind of known as a, a really good blocking tight end. So he was available. Um, he was excited to come back, and, uh, you know, we can put him into that mix and see where we go.
5: John, uh, Kenny Pagan in the so that
3: he's
2: expected to play on Sunday. What have you seen?
1: Right. Well, we've got a lot of tape on on Kenny. Obviously, played him, seen him on tape all the time. Uh, uh, obviously, excellent quarterback. You know, uh, in the system, he's uh, they fitted the system to him. It seems like like always. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're looking forward to uh, the challenge. You know, and that's what it's going to be. And we expect him to be out there. He says he's going to be out there. We expect him to be out there. You know, it is what it is. You know, you find out. We had the same situation last week, and it didn't go that way. So, you know, we'll just see where we're at. But. Uh, you know, obviously, Mitch Trubisky's a heck of a player, too, and we'll be preparing for the Pittsburgh Steeler offense.
4: John, the usual stretch of the schedule: three straight road games, two-division game, an international game, do you have to shift things like player sleep cycle, nutrition, focus on anything differently, or do you just stay day-to-day? We have a
1: plan, but I think we could talk about that next week. That would be better,
4: yeah. John, uh, a lot of great linebackers have similar traits, but
3: when it comes to Roquan, Especially the way you kind of just flashed in your defense last year, I mean, right, right. is there something unique that makes him kind of stand out amongst the, even amongst the crowd
4: of great linebackers that you can
1: coach? It's a great question. I'd say yeah. I mean, I don't think you you stand you could possibly stand out in this diff, in this craft as a football player unless there's things of, about you that are very unique, you know. And sometimes it's the simplest things, and just being great at those things that is unique because the simplest things sometimes the hardest things to be consistently great at, and that's one of the things he does. I mean, he's relentlessly chasing every detail of his craft, and he does it with an enthusiasm and a demeanor and a confidence that you pretty much, uh, you you respect when you see it, that's for sure.
3: Is there any aspect that when he arrived, change you felt like was affecting the culture of either the defense or even just the linebacker. Yeah, certainly
1: adding to it. I mean, you know, a great leader brings brings it to the culture. I think the culture is a lot of things and one of the things it's a, it becomes kind of a, a mix for all the, all the parts, you know, all the, all the pieces in there and sometimes, sometimes, you know, there can be a catalyst and I think he was a little bit of a catalyst for us that way and just the way he operates and and that's good. That's what leadership is.
3: Did he jump in right away, or did like, Steve Smith talk about, i got to wait a year? But you know
1: Steve Smith didn't wait a year. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might have said that. I recall him jumping right in. And, yeah, and Roe was the same way. He jumped right in, and it just was Roe, just like Steve was Steve. And, and uh, one of the great quotes that Steve Smith has is uh, he says, uh, he says, I was born a raven. I just didn't know it till I got here, you know. It's pretty good. <laughs> we appreciate that.
4: John, uh, we saw obviously Marcus Williams get full participation last week, but, but you know, it's a different kind of situation for him. But are you looking for something specific this week to kind of give him the green light?
1: Just looking for him to be ready. You know, I think it's a lot of factors that are involved with that, and uh, and we'll see as we get along in the week, how he looks, how he feels, and whether or not he's ready and he feels he can perform and he's going to be safe. John, do you
3: feel like the have got giving you guys a little boost, and where does he sort of fit in going forward?
1: He certainly has. Uh, he's, he's played very well. I mean, obviously that catch and the run. Uh, he's he's uh, he's a, he's he's something. You know, I really appreciate it. It's what we thought he was going to be when he came in. He's been he's been all that and more. And now we have to figure out the roster the gymnastics of all that right now. Uh, also uh, that combines with the injuries and things like that. So uh, Eric, uh, be working on that and trying to do the math on that.
4: Right. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys have been yeah. one of the NFL's best defense in terms of
6: yeah, I would
4: like, not giving I would... up. Positions at those intermediate. I know you guys on that and it feels best to even not giving up you know, passes like intermediate and deep throws. I know the, the emphasis with Mike has been like obnoxious over communication in the back end. Have you seen that kind of play out? Just I'm obviously film is one thing, but just to kind of be on, be on the practice field, be on, on their game day and just hearing guys talking. Oh
1: yeah, I mean, that's, that's something that is, is a staple. I mean, that's a staple uh, principle in football and in life. You know, maybe not obnoxious in life, but certainly obnoxious on a football field when you got 75,000 fans screaming their lungs out to try to impede your communication, and that's what we've got to be able to do. And I think the guys have done a really good job of it. But we can get a lot better. It's week four, so uh, you know week five is another chapter, and you got to be better than you were the week before for sure. So that's what we keep chasing. You've
3: done one more than Coach uh, Odell and, and um, Rashad back being back out there. How does that change the dynamic and things for you guys, versus not
7: having
1: uh, well, I mean, it's two more really good players, you know, and in terms of what you can do, what they're capable of doing. The fact that you've got some more guys out there with, who are fast and talented than you had previously, I think it kind of speaks for itself. Specifically, you find out when you get there. You know, that's, that's kind of how it goes. You have to play the games on Sunday to really know the answer to a question like that. All right, thanks. Coach. All right, great, thanks.
0: That was head coach John Harbaugh. We also talked with inside linebacker Patrick Quinn, who's having a terrific season this year. He talked about his mindset going into this game in Pittsburgh. Patrick, you're
5: someone that has said
2: before that you relish from playing
7: in enemy territory. Is there something a little extra this week? Uh, yeah. Uh anytime you know you join this organization and they talk about this game, it's the game that defines you and makes you a raven. And um, uh, when I was on my side, on their sideline in my rookie year, Mike Tomlin was looking at me, yelling at me, "You're not a Raven. You're not a Raven. You're not supposed to be there. You're not. You're not one of them." So uh, every time I play them, it's something personal. That obviously
5: stuck with you. Yeah, definitely did.
7: <laughs> definitely did. You think did. He was or was he- I don't care if he was joking. I don't care if he was serious. At the end of the day, I'm on your sideline. You're telling me I'm not a Raven. It's kind of disrespectful. So. Yeah, I just, because at that point, it's like, <laughs> like, I never even t- told you anything. Like, you just coming at me. So, I mean, at, from that point on, it was just, it is what it is, you know.
5: Last time, uh, you played them, you were talking about how, you know, you, you are not a Raven until you beat the Steelers. Right. They did so, uh, are you ready to just even the numbers in yeah. uh, your matchups against them?
7: Definitely. Uh, sitting at one and five versus them uh, is not a good record at all and uh we're looking to change that uh so you know that's been a talk is trying to you know catch back up on the, on that record and um obviously all those games were decided by very few points and uh, we know where we went wrong in those games and you know that's what we're leaning on now is just correcting our past mistakes does, does broke
5: go into a different headspace on game days than uh, other
7: guys that you've played with over your career uh it's hard to tell Roquan. Roquan's like that every day. Uh, he really doesn't change, but uh, game day, you definitely get a little bit more intensity. You don't you get the same talk that you get every day, but it's different, different intensity.
4: Whose
7: idea was to Get Marlon the yeah. silent treatment? <laughs> it was mine. <laughs> he was, uh, Roquan was looking at me. He was like, uh, Marlon going to come on his live. What do you think we should do? And I was like, let's not just talk to him. Piss him off a little bit. So he was just sitting there, steady trying to talk, steady trying to talk. And it was so hard not to laugh, but as soon as he walked away, we bust out laughing. It was so funny. Him a bit? Yeah, it you it definitely pissed him off. It definitely <laughs> did. You're a uh, your
5: quarter way through the season. You've battled through a lot of development, a lot of pressure. It. Just Where are you feeling right now in uh, this
7: season? Still trying to improve. Uh I feel like my game, there's another level to unlock. Um, I feel like we're just getting started. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just trying to be great. I'm trying to come in every day, focus, getting better one day at a time. Uh, I'm not trying to look too much into the future. Uh, even though there's goals that I want to reach, I'm just really just focused on being 1% better each day.
3: Patrick, you mentioned um, you know Rose influence on you and so forth since he got here. I'm curious, I um, you see seen Jadavie and and uh, Kyle Lennoy, who I know just got here.
7: What do you see from those guys that stand out to you? Uh, with uh, Clowning, you really see like the intensity that he plays with every play, the aggression that he plays with, how physical he is, uh, how fast he closes in on the attack point. And um, with, K- with KV is just how smart he is uh, coming in the first day knowing exactly what to do on all his jobs. Um, Talking about certain players that he's about to see, um, just you know how well he communicated the first time he was out there. So uh, it's two different things that you get from both of them, but you still get a concept of things that they do well. And uh, just seeing those two guys, two guys that you look up, I looked up to playing, um, playing the sport, just watching them do what they do and be great, and um, just trying to really follow in their path. Patrick, with
4: Marlon going down early, Marcus going down early. What do you think the perception was of this secondary, and what do you think they've shown in the past three or four weeks? No, yeah, we knew
7: our guys could ball. Uh, I think when you look at the outside world, the outside world look at obviously it's Marlin and Marcus, you know, going down. But uh, we got faith in the guys that we got, and we, they wouldn't be here if we knew they couldn't play. So um, anytime we step on the field with our eleven, we know we got faith in each other. And I think uh,
2: you know I talked to you, when there was all these injuries happening, and you had. Re- How's it now, kind of the opposite, how does it feel when you, you know, you're know you getting back Marlon, Odell, Bateman, how how's it feel when you get these guys coming back?
7: It's definitely a confidence boost, but at the same time, you know, uh, we're going out there with the same game plan doing the same thing we've been doing and just trying to up it a notch. And, uh, you know, getting those guys back is a huge plus. But like I said, the guys that we had in there, I feel like we did good with them. And I feel like, they, you know, they stepped up to the plate and there was, there's not going to be no drop off at all. Patrick, hey, a, a lot
4: of talk before the year about. That- Kind of how competitive this AFC North would be for quarterbacks: Joe Burrow, Lamar, Baker, you know, sending, lots of coming back. What do you kind of make of things right now? It's, it seems like Lamar's at the top, but the rest is kind of in transition almost.
7: Uh, it's just a tough division as a whole. I think you look at every position; every position got great players, and I think that's just what make each game so tough. Uh, minus the rivalry, is just each position is loaded with talent. And when you look at each player that's in the division, you look at the quarterbacks and the talent that's around those quarterbacks, that make them better. So I think uh, all the quarterbacks in our division are great quarterbacks. They're obviously on the teams for a reason, starting on those teams for a reason. And they got the guys around them that we got to go play against every day. And um, I honestly think it's the toughest division in football, honestly, if you ask me. But, um, yeah, that's how I feel. Patrick, I it's, know it's one game at a time, but do
2: you feel like the, the locker room kind of knows the magnitude of...
7: If you beat Pittsburgh, you, you sweep all your AFC North road games? Uh, I mean, honestly, we're just trying to be 1-0 this week. We're not looking too much in the future. Like I said, we're focused on getting, being 1% better. Um, Like I said, it's tough. It's tough to go in there. I, you look at my record, that's why I'm focused on this week, just getting better as a player, getting better on the defense, looking back at the past things that we did wrong and just getting better from those things. So that way we can go in there and get this one and then you know start talking about the future at that point
5: physicality that Najee Harris runs with, does that kind of add to the rivalry and the
7: physicality of this game overall? I think uh, anytime you playing a great player like him, uh, you want to try to get after him. And uh, obviously when he goes, their team goes. And when you shut him down, their team shuts down. So uh, the big focus is definitely stopping 22.
0: That was linebacker Patrick Queen. We also talked with tight end Mark Andrews, who's coming off a two touchdown game last week in Cleveland.
2: Getting guys back, like, you know, Odell, Marlin, Bateman, how's it feel when you get
8: those guys back? Uh, it feels great. You know, obviously, um, you know, some of these guys that are coming back are special players and um, can help this offense. And, um, you know, it's exciting to be able to have all those guys back and um, be full throttle and, um, you know, watch these guys make plays. You know, we talk about Lamar and the type of player that he is, and you surround him with, um, you know, the, the other guys outside like that. Um, that's special. Uh, Those guys are, you know, ball players, they're dogs. They know how to to go up and get it, make big, big time plays when when it matters. And um, when you have, you know, guys like that in a game like this, um, you're able to rely on that.
7: I know the
1: divisional game, this one has a little more spice to it, being
8: the Pittsburgh Steelers. How do you see the group keeping that momentum
3: against the Steelers this time?
8: I just think elite focus, you know, being able to, you know, we talk about being lasered in week by week. And, um, you know, obviously the... The ravens steelers game is, uh, you know, one of the best w- rivalries in the world, and um, you know, if you're not ready for a game like this, you know, what are you doing? But for us, being able to focus out here on practice, um, knowing what to do, visualize, um, visualize the moment, and and make the plays when they come, because um, it's a week-by-week basis. We just got to keep on stacking, keep on going, and um, if we do that, we'll be the team we want to be
3: defenses change every year. They've given you guys some trouble in the past. What are some defining characteristics of the Steeler type defense? What, what makes them so challenging year in and year out?
8: I mean you talk about you know the type of team that they are the, the defensive front and um, obviously physical tough you know all those things you expect from a from a Pittsburgh um, defense. Um, you know and at the end of the day when you when you have two teams like this and you have that rivalry, it's um, it's something you always gotta bring your lunch man because um, it's a tough game, You know, no matter if, if the team's doing real well one year or not, um, it's going to be a good game. Mark, you've
0: got a lot of big passes from, uh, from Lamar over the years. The one he threw to you in the back corner of the end zone on, on Sunday, was that one of the best
8: throws and catches and- it was incredible, man. I, I felt like it was slow mo, you know, when it was in the air. Um, you know, just the placement of it, the height of it, um, the spiral, it was, it was an incredible ball. And, um, you know, but he's been making, you know, throws like that over and over and over and over. You know, it's, it's just nice that people are seeing it. And, um, you know, for us, just being there for him and, and making the plays when they matter. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's about getting better. You know, as a team, you, you want to be able to progress and peak at the right moments. But um, this league is so tough because there's so many good players, so many good teams, and um, you take just one little step off, um, you know, that's a chance for um, someone to take your spot or someone to beat you or no matter what it is. So, um, you know, take an onus of, on yourself to, to be a pro and, you know, take it week by week and focus. Elite focus is everything in this league
5: on the other side of the ball and what stands out to you about
8: him He's such a special player you know, you don't see guys like that you know many times he's just um, the way he sees the game he's very smart he studies a lot of film and um, he looks at a formation he knows exactly what's coming and um, you talk about like a Luke Keekley type of deal um, guys that are super vocal able to lead um, and he's got that fire that um, I haven't seen for many very many people I man he's got that elite focus he's able to do it at such a high level um, he's been a blessing for this team for this defense and um, a catalyst for what we can be
3: what's the difference um, one there
8: I feel I feel ready to fly around, and um, I think you know you kind of see it week by week, being you know, able to move around, and um, just feel good to to be back, be healthy, and um,
0: you know get back to myself.
8: All right, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark.
0: That was tight end Mark Andrews, and last but certainly not least is quarterback Lamar Jackson
4: i would like to have OBJ and Rashad through your offense also in the mid in the backfield?
6: Uh, it's wonderful. Um, a lot more speed on the field. Uh, got a vet out there. Um looking forward to it. How
3: does it change the dynamic that, you know, obviously gives you more weapons, having, you know, and, and uh, an OBJ out there. How does that just change I mean, your confidence level? Or- or
6: just options or things like that? Uh, like you said, the option, the option part, um, more guys on the field getting open. a um, Harder job for me because those guys want the ball as well as only one football on the field. So that's pretty much the, the problem for me, but it's a good problem to have.
5: Mark, Mark, I think air yards per attempt are down league wide. It just not as many teams completing deep balls. Are you seeing defenses change in, in, in their approach and trying to take that away from offenses? I believe
6: um, in, and there's just a lot more speed on the field with a lot of offenses in the NFL, and uh, it's making defenses play off a lot more and um, just making sure no guys beat them over top, and that's pretty much why that, that situation is happening right now. Not a lot of deep passes, a lot of air passes down the field right now.
2: Ravens, Steelers, I mean, it's always been a tough battle for you, yep. you, and you guys, both teams. What what is, really stands out overall, just when you, whenever you have to play against the Steelers,
6: team? Uh, it's it's a different one. Uh, out of all the, out of the Browns and the and the Cincinnati Bengals, this one is like it's a, the atmosphere is different. Like it's more intense, um, more aggressive. Even in practice, you know, guys just getting pumped for for this game. That's about it.
3: When you look at the red zone success you guys have had, how much of it do you attribute to, you know, some new schemes and new, new formations offense, and how much do you think it's been sort of finding a comfort zone? So, I mean, like you and Mark, for example, I mean, you guys have been teammates for years. This is Are you just developed a rapport that has made you more successful in scoring touchdowns?
6: I believe us just taking our time when we we're in the red zone, not trying to rush anything. That's just, that's giving us so much success right now this season. Um, we just need to keep it going. I don't want to stay, you know, just stay talking about that for too long, but we just need to stay where we are right now, stay focused, locked in when we touch the black zone.
0: Or or Mark talked about that, and how it's important to have elite focus when you go up against a team like the Steelers. Mm-hmm. How does his kind of, he seems like he's always intense and focused at all times, how does that sort of affect you guys as an offensive, well, Have kind of having a leader like that that's always kind of locked in?
6: Uh, so that's great to have. Um, I love when Mark locked in. Um, and he gets on other guys, you know, just um, yeah, stay locked in, um, even myself included. You know, not, not him getting on me staying locked in because I'm locked in, but um, just him getting on other guys, just keep, keeping them focused, you know, because it's in the game and play. You know, we're we trying to score on our offense. we just trying to draw the ball down the field and put points on the board. So us staying focused, it helps us out a lot.
3: Warner, if you look at your numbers career, you've had far more success against Cincinnati Cleveland What's the challenge they represent? Is there anything that you can point to for why offensively you guys may not have put up the numbers you have against the
5: other AFC North teams?
6: Uh, I don't know. I, I just said that, too. It's, like, it's different when we play the Steelers, but um, hopefully it's a different outcome this season. I don't know what it is, but hopefully it's different right now.
2: What's it like to go against Roquan in right?
3: practice? What's he like kind of looking at? To-
6: uh, well, I had to go against Rohan. Well, I called him Rohan. Harv's called him Rohan, and I just kept the name. Um, but uh, going against Rohan in practice is is like in the game, but I'm not getting tackled. You know, he's communicating to the guys. You know, oh, this might be coming up. You know, he, he's a I say he's a great studier because he called out plays, not ours, but he be calling them out when I'm watching. You know, the the, the scout team go up. He's a great linebacker, and it, it helps us out a lot though.
0: How did he affect the culture? How did he affect the
6: culture
0: when he got here last
6: year? I think our defense, like, allowed well, a certain amount of points to be scored, probably like 13 points or something like that. That's the effect he had, you know, just no po- barely points um, being scored on us. Uh, everyone playing, like, fundamental sound, um, speed to the ball. He's like a Ray Lewis for us. Well, what's, it,
3: what's it been like going against the Steelers? As you mentioned, you know, they're obviously these games are always close, they're tough. Does it feel more physical in some ways than, than
6: some of the games you have? Or, I mean, they've had, you know, they've knocked you around a little bit. I believe every game physical. Every game is physical. Um, but I I don't even, I probably played Steelers, like, three, four times. I haven't been, play, three, times? three times? I only not played against them three times. So I really haven't, I don't think I played my best um, against them yet, but uh, I don't know we're going to see Sunday.
5: How much do you like when you get your number called as a runner in the red zone? I mean, you've been so successful down there, obviously, the past two weeks. You know, just you feel like it opens up a lot of things defensively because your running ability.
6: Uh, The defense give us the look for me to run or my numbers called, And whatever it's going to take for us to get in the end zone, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to do it at least uh, 100 miles per hour. And if the defense give us that look, that's what it'll be. All right. Thank you, Lamar. Appreciate you. (laughs)
0: You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. The Ravens will be back in action Sunday at 1 o'clock to face the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, as we get you ready for that game, make sure you head over to the Lounge Podcast feed. We actually sat down with Gus Edwards. Really interesting interview about his mindset, his approach, the confidence that he brings to the field. That's dropping Thursday morning, so check that out wherever you get your podcasts. You can actually watch that episode on YouTube as well. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow.